1: Welcome to hell, Melly Mel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Doug Benson. I don't, I don't know why I said that. I mean, except for the except for that rhyme.
2: Uh, you'll throw you'll try to throw me for a loop. That definitely got me. That was Yeah. Especially post Halloween. You're not expecting that.
1: Right. It's the right after Halloween. So I should have said something like, uh, feeling swell, Melly Mel. Right? Um, Nicer than welcome to hell. Our (laughs) guest today is, uh, I didn't mean to imply that being with our guest today is hell in any way because he's a very funny comedian who is part of the well read comedy tour. We already had one of those dudes uh, on our show, and this dude's name is Trey Crowder, who I think he's our second Trey on the show, but it's spelled. Oh, yeah. Trey Galleon spells it T-R-E-Y, and our tray today is T-R-A-E. Whoa, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, how are you doing, man? Let's go yeah. to work. hello trey crowder
3: howdy what's up guys hey dude how, how is it going uh, i can't complain it's going okay Made it through uh halloween got a kid's birthday uh going on tomorrow so you know fun festive fall activities over here
1: what's gonna happen at this party are you gonna do a set
3: <laughs> no no it's uh <laughs> My, uh, so I have two sons and the older one's turning 11. He actually turned 11 yesterday, but it was a school night and everything. So we're just going to go, you know, we're going to go bowling tomorrow. I'm baking a cake, took up baking in the pandemic as I think a lot hey. of people did. Yeah. So, you know, get some presents and that'll be about the extent of it. Nothing too crazy for the the tweens birthday, you know. Were they,
2: were they satisfied with the, uh, Halloween haul?
3: Yeah, Halloween was nuts. We went over to this uh, a, a classmate of his in his fifth grade class. Uh, they all met up at that kid's house, and there was like at least thirty children running around the neighborhood. Oh my god! Over overwhelming everybody at each house. You know, collectively, <laughs> yeah. this other dad was like, "This feels more like looting than trick or treating." It was <laughs> it was pretty pretty out of hand, but you know, in a family friendly way. But yeah, everybody had a good time.
1: I just if I had a house that where kids came around for trick or treat, I would sit on the roof with a t-shirt cannon,
3: yeah, and fill
1: it with candy (laughs) and just rain it on them whenever they come around.
3: Making it rain, yeah, you'd be a big hit with that, right? I think they love it. I
1: think, and it's like you know, from my perspective, it's getting to throw stuff at children,
3: right? Yeah. From their perspective,
1: it's like he's giving us stuff. You know, it's a win-win. Everybody gets excited. I think you're on to something there. Everybody has a good time. Um, are you a good bowler?
3: No, no, dude. No, <laughs> I haven't. I hadn't even been in years. We just took them for the first time a couple of weeks ago and they both liked it. So we're going to go back. But no, I'm a horrific bowler. I can't put any spin on it or anything. I just sort of try to throw it as straight down the middle as I can. And that often goes sideways too, literally. So yeah, but hey, it's a good time.
1: Why do you think they liked it?
3: I have no idea. It's just <laughs> hurling, hurling a big round projectile and no- and <laughs> knocking shit over. You know what I mean? Like little boys enjoy knocking shit over as general rule. So I'm guessing yeah, yeah. that's what it is. But yeah, we got the, there's, it's in Burbank where we live. It's called Pickwick Lanes and we just went there. Oh for yeah. The, well, we just went there for the first time and I guess, and we're going to go back uh, tomorrow, but my wife saw on the internet, I guess they're closing that down. And, oh no tearing it down and putting up you know some more condos or something like that so it's always fun when that happens You know, i don't know if you know doug but the same thing happened to uh charlie goodnights in raleigh north carolina uh the comedy club which was a real shame oh. i thought like yeah where I did get-
1: that happen
3: this past year i just was at good nights again a, a couple of weeks ago and it's right now it's in like a temporary pop-up location in an old like cafeteria but they did a pretty good Whoa. job with it but they're gonna have a a whole new permanent space but i mean you know that old club was one of my favorites i loved it The they tried to fight it and everything but then you know the big money won out i guess so yeah it is no more
1: Jeez. wow that's a shame that means that they They tore down that green room where Greg Fitzsimmons drew the doors logo on the uh, wall, which he does on all the walls, the comedian sign. Indeed.
3: Yeah. But it's gone now. It is. It is no more.
1: Oh, man. I think I took a picture of it even. I even think that this last weekend was an anniversary of an appearance that I did there, like as I played there, maybe a dozen times. Um, back when it was, you know, good nights under the the first right. ownership, and then right. uh, helium took it over and I played it some more. And uh, yeah, well, it's such a unique it was such a uniquely shaped uh club. You can and, still tell uh, jokes
2: of the new condos though, yeah, right. Just to. go
1: and uh, <laughs> try to get on the intercom to get in and <laughs> yeah. tell them jokes one one apartment, one space at a time um well that's i'm sorry to dwell on it but that's uh I, I i don't know why i didn't hear about that that place closing i i did just recently see this thing about the pop-up and was very confused by that like uh, yeah why why do they need to have a pop-up and they opening a second location no <laughs> no nope.
3: nope. just moving it's
1: the only one
3: yeah it is a pop-up these days i didn't know either until we were you know until our last shows were coming up and then I saw the same thing, you know, temporary location, then looked into it and found out what happened. And yeah, pretty sad, bit of a bummer. But yeah, pop-ups, all the rage. Everybody loves a pop-up, I suppose.
1: I think it's a good way to be like, let's try this business idea and call it a pop-up, because then if it doesn't work, we can just take it away
3: really quickly. <laughs> right. Yeah. And yeah.
1: and act like it was a success, you know? Yeah. Um, because I swear some pop-ups like last for it doesn't Pop-ups should be a short period of time, I would think. Yeah. Uh, a, a lot of them go for months and months. Um, and some become real. Some turn into a real boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The Pinocchios of pop-ups.
3: Yeah. And others pop right back down. You know. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't work. Uh,
1: before we get into talking about your name, Trey, a question I just decided to start asking everybody because uh, – between the two of us doug and i do not know how many tattoos we have uh because i have zero and he doesn't know how many he has uh Uh, what's your tattoo situation
3: i have zero uh i always used to my excuse used to be like you know i'm i'm a pretty indecisive person i have trouble deciding what i want for lunch or what movie to watch on netflix or whatever like that type of thing so the idea of committing to something that permanent, you know, just I I didn't seem like it uh, suited me. But then, like, you know, again, I have children. My dad passed away a few years ago. Like there are definitely very permanent options that I know I would never regret having a tattoo of, but I just still just haven't done it. It felt like I got to a certain age or point in my life where I was tattooless and I was just like, nah, well, why start now? You know, Um, so I just never done it.
1: Yeah, that's, uh. I mean, what I said to myself, why well, start now in my teens and kept right. It.
3: Yeah. And, you know, uh, <laughs> well, when I when I was in like high school, when I was that age, you know, all my buddies, my white trash buddies and stuff were getting the like, you know, the barbed wire tattoos and like, you know, yep. tribal, bands one of those. And all that, yep. yeah, all <laughs> that, t- that type of shit on their arms and stuff. Yeah. And I was always like, I was like, yeah, I don't think I want, that because that feels like that might not age particularly well but uh yeah and so it just never yeah i was was talking to a
2: tattoo artist buddy uh recently and he was saying like he can predict you know there's trends all the time so he knows what's going to be look bad in 20 years from now which i thought was really interesting you know tribal tattoos and then the small lettering is now going to be a fad you know that's going to come and go that kind of thing
3: what does what does he say is are like what are the timeless options like what's the opposite oh that that i
2: didn't really ask probably a lot of the old school like sailor jerry type stuff because people still get that stuff you know like traditional tattoo art
1: but
3: skulls and
1: roses skulls and roses (laughs) yeah can't
3: go wrong totally (laughs) grim reaper riding a dragon something rad (laughs) like that (laughs) (laughs)
1: I don't understand the fascination with skulls, like why skulls are so cool. Like, it's just somebody's been dead for a minute. So they, all all their skins falling off. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere,
3: just seems like a long time ago, it was universally agreed upon that skulls were badass, you know? And then (laughs) they just, and that never changed.
2: I gave a woman or a woman gave me a ride home from
3: downtown Austin
2: pre-lifts. Like my buddy had just left me abandoned at the bars and uh, I didn't have a cell phone. It was like way long ago. And this woman gave, was nice enough to give me a ride home. And then uh, she was like, hey, can I come in for a drink? And I honestly was just going to bed and she gets in there and I notice she's got this tattoo peeking out. And I was like, oh, what's your tattoo? And she kind of shows me. And uh, it was like a skull with like snakes crawling out of the eyes and it was uh-huh. on fire. And, and uh-huh, I was like,
3: yeah.
2: well, what is that for? And she was like, Oh, it's my inner child. And I, she didn't laugh. And like, I just got <laughs> yeah. so, I was like, Hey, maybe you should, I got to go to bed. You know, like uh, she could have been messing with me. I hope she was. That's hilarious. But I was pretty scared.
3: Uh, I don't know. She doesn't sound like she messes around. To me. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think you read that correctly. That's uh, pretty wild. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like funny, if you like, got a skull, the the snakes through the eyes and or the flames like are not uncommon accoutrement for skulls. You know what I mean? But like having it all yeah. together and calling it your inner child is definitely taking it to the next level,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Because how are the snakes withstanding? Are these dead
3: snakes or
1: right. well, how are they withstanding <laughs> the heat? Why why aren't the snakes on fire?
3: Well, maybe they're in like they hell. Those are. <laughs> Like, you know, the setting is hell, which is implied. So there's always fire and maybe also snakes. They're like uh, demon serpents or something. I don't know. But also,
1: that's a question I've always had about hell is if it's always hot,
3: wouldn't you just get used to it? Yeah, you'd think you'd get, you know, you could adapt to almost <laughs> anything. I you think, know, if it's I not setting actually
1: on fire, you'd have to just get used uh. to it.
3: I I can't remember who it was, but I was at a show recently and a comic had a did a a bit about the idea that, you know, you get used to it eventually, whatever hell is, because if you're there forever and, you know, we can adapt to most things. Um, And that was the first time I was like, yeah, you probably will get used to hell. Not that I'm worried about it anyway, but now I'm like, (laughs) shit, bring it on. I mean, if there is one, I'm definitely going. So might as well get used to the idea of adapting to hellfire I, suppose. I, I, I live in
2: texas it's pretty hot i don't get used to it so i don't know
3: yeah <laughs> i bad. mean I, I guess you're right that's true
1: <laughs> yeah well you get those cold days too that's how you find out about how the power grid sucks yeah and- <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's your power grid warning the second you're freezing and
2: don't have any power that's um, a good reminder to say vote abbott out
1: Mm-hmm. yeah I don't know how many people are listening to this who would are eligible to vote in Texas but uh <laughs> please God help please do so uh, but no cheating no double voting that's terrible um <laughs> I'm against I'm a, I'm a liberal who's against voter fraud um liberal redneck is mm-hmm. a label that you've given yourself yeah. Is that the name of one of your albums or something? Or it's uh
3: it's the name of like it was a, a character, but I always said it was just a character in that it was me turned up to 11 is really the only thing that makes it a character. But now it's more just sort of the title of a video series that I do. It's a series of political rant videos that I do for social media that were sort of the things that I became known for in the first place. And so uh it just I did I mean, at first it was just like well the idea to do the series was based on an old bit that i had like when i was in coming up in knoxville i had this bit about like trying to balance out the scales with you know the only time people ever hear my accent in the media it's always the same dude some bible thumping troglodyte at a you know a rally with a terrible sign or whatever and So I said I was going to try to balance the scales by going out in public and being just as loud and just as like redneck sounding, but say a bunch of really liberal shit just to try to, you know, even it out. And then I would literally just scream liberal stuff in a super redneck fashion. And I was doing it on stage and I never said the words liberal redneck, but like if I made a set list for myself or in my phone where I kept like my notes for sets and stuff, I called that bit the liberal redneck bit. (laughs) So then when I decided Mm -hmm. to do a, like a video series uh, from that concept it was just like an automatic thing but also i thought for sure it would you know grab people's attention and whatnot which i think it did because it's you know oxymoronic to a lot of people but uh i like i never from the very beginning you know i I was always like I tour is just my name like i don't want to be you know, I never wanted that to be the thing that I went by all the time. You know, I just wanted to go by my name and have that be a thing that I do, basically.
1: Yeah, I think it's working like that. You know, it's yeah. not
3: uh, it's not front and center in your uh,
1: social media bio, but uh, that's where I, you know, got the idea from is uh, seeing it there. That, uh, But that's also a quick way to sort of let people know, Right. You know, it's like people want to know what comedians are about. And so right. it's you know, if you're just being yourself, there's so many layers, it's so hard to describe, you know. So at least you have like a quick description if you are pressed. You know, if you're on morning television and they're mm-hmm. like, Tell us about your comedy. Right.
3: You know, yeah. then if you just say, Well, I'm
1: a liberal redneck answers the fucking question, you can move yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, it is
3: convenient. <laughs> it is convenient in that way. They're also, but you know. Pretty charged, both of those words, but not that I wasn't aware of that to begin with. But yeah, it's definitely succinct for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and, and it is interesting that uh, both of those words have become, are so charged. But also, redneck's always been a weird one to me because I've never just really, uh, I've never really gotten, you know, what it means mm-hmm. as a word like oh he just doesn't put on sun sunblock yeah (laughs) on his (laughs) neck yeah (laughs) is he is he red is he red because he's 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 for he's pro-russia and all russian things i don't think so uh but you know um also just it just doesn't seem it seems like a lot of times when you hear the word redneck it's coming from someone uh bragging about being one
3: right i mean yeah and i feel like that kind of you know I mean, I don't know because I was a kid when this was happening, but, you know, like at the height of Jeff Foxworthy's, you know, fame in the 90s and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he was absolutely huge. I grew up in rural Tennessee, and I mean, he was massive. He was massive everywhere. But, like, it felt like that was sort of when people started really, uh, you know, latching on to the, the yeah. that word as, like, a point of pride or a descriptor. But also, it was just like – um that's just how people like self-identified or would have self-identified in my hometown. Like I'm from a very, like I was the least rednecky dude in my hometown, but that's says more about my hometown than me. Like I'm definitely the most rednecky dude in Burbank, I think, uh, or at least generally speaking. So it's all, (laughs) it's all relative, you know?
1: Yeah. Nobody sounds like you in Burbank.
3: Right. I I don't think.
1: Uh, What about, is that uh what about the rest of the family? Does everybody uh, have a accent like yours, or are they doing um, their own thing?
3: Well, so accents are are, are kind of weird be- because, like <laughs> my like my wife, she's from a different small rural Tennessee town, but like culturally they're exactly the same. But it's on the other side of the state. It's called Waynesboro. And so she's from a very similar type place. And I don't think my wife has an accent at all. Like, I don't hear it, but people in Burbank hear it. Like, not just when oh, I'm with her, uh... but like her, when she's by herself, you know, people be like, where are you from? They can hear her accent and everything. So hers isn't as thick as mine, but she's definitely got one. But our sons uh, do not. I mean, they've, you know, they were pretty little like just about to start kindergarten when we moved out here and even before that they did for i don't know how they avoided it but they didn't really have the country accent when they were little and they definitely don't now because they go to school and burbank and all that stuff but like my family back home though like my sister my mom and i mean yeah way i mean way thicker than mine oh i don't know about way thicker mine's pretty damn thick but like (laughs) yeah it's it's pronounced for sure
1: Yeah, but I guess the kids hear enough voices from the get-go. You know, if it was just the parents, if it was just you Mm -hmm. two, then they then they would probably adopt that accent. But they hear so many voices from all directions. You know, growing up, that I guess they were able to uh, get around it. (laughs) I've got a work around. (laughs) I've got a
3: buddy who's Australian. He married this girl from the same area that i'm from and uh they he does like he works they he's moved all over the globe and they've got kids around the same age as mine and those kids have grown up in australia switzerland the uk their dad's australian sounds very australian but their mom is uh american and he his kids just have a like generic american accent despite all that so i don't know if it's just like their mom plus like you said the YouTubers and TV they watch or whatever. But um, yeah, it's weird. The accent alchemy that goes into somebody, I guess.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, like, like just children's entertainment only has an occasional character. That's like speaks that way. And that's right. usually somebody with a cowboy hat. Like there's legit supposed to be a cowboy character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everybody else just speaks with the, uh, you know, either. Um, so called American accent, or just uh, you know, uh, whatever silly yes, accent some goofy cartoony
3: voice, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right, so but the name itself that's what we're here to talk about Trey mm-hmm. Crowder. We go, mm-hmm. we do the full name. Some, some people have surprised us lately by having extra middle names or no middle names yeah but we'll get to that in a second we're okay. gonna start with just trey t-r-a-e mm-hmm. how was that how tell us about having that for a name how's that
3: worked uh, out? well for you know like in living in la and stuff sometimes people hear like you know, the name T R A, and they'll be like, oh, what's that, you know, what's the origin of that or whatever. And I'm always like, uh, it's white trash. Uh, because, <laughs> it's because, my name. <laughs> yeah. Because like, because I, first of all, I found out when I was like in my twenties and I was waiting tables, introducing myself to a whole bunch of people every day, I started getting asked the question, oh, are you the third? Which I'd never heard before. I had no idea that was a thing. And that was when I found out that Trey is a nickname for a kid who's, you know, the third, like, you know, junior, oh, wow. and then yeah, if you're the third, whatever, Doug Mellard the third, that then you could be called Trey. Yeah. But I'm not the third, and and it's, you know, spelled to what my parents literally were just like, that seems pretty rad, you know, like was just <laughs> that's cool, let's go with that. There's really no explanation for it beyond that, but like, uh, you know, it, no one ever, ever spells it right the first time which i don't blame them you know that's the other thing that's the white trash part of it it's like you got to spell it wrong or it don't count you know but uh and also <laughs> I'm, i could be forgetting i'm as far as i'm aware as i've gotten older i've seen other, i've been aware of other people named trey who spell it the same way i do but everyone I've ever met or been made aware of is a black guy (laughs) like, uh, like uh, Trey young. And there's a, like an R&B singer, Trey, the truth and uh, a couple other ones, but they all, and they spell it the same way I do, but I've never met another white person named Trey who spelled it uh, this way. You know?
1: Yeah. Our friend (laughs) Trey galleon has been on uh, the show and he is a uh, the third, so that's how he ended up getting Trey. Right. Uh and he spells it T R E Y. Right. But um yeah, that's just gotta be uh Starbucks cups must never have your name no. spelled right
3: on them. <laughs> no, never. I mean, I've you know that it it's always been that way. And I mean, still like there sometimes people that I've known or corresponded with multiple times you know, we'll still spell it wrong uh despite that. So I've just, I've gotten used to it. It doesn't bother me, you know, at all. Cause again, I get it. It's not their fault. It's mine or my parents fault, you know, but I like, but I like the fact that it's spelled differently. I mean, I get a fair amount of compliments on it. Stuff people check my ID for whatever reason. They'll be like, Oh, that's a cool name. You know? And I think that it's like, uh, um, it's different enough. There's, you know, Trey is a common enough name, but with the spelling and everything, I feel like it's, You know, a different enough name that it's uh, like for what we do being a comic or whatever. It's not like, you know, if my name was, you know, John Davis or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it sticks out well enough, in my opinion. So uh, I've always been pretty cool with it. I mean, no, I I like it, actually. I like my name, if I'm being (laughs) honest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it sounds like you're really talking yourself into that. I know. Um, And I don't know why. It's
3: like I felt felt weird about admitting that I like my name or something. I got to be humble about how cool my name is, you know, or I don't know. But but yeah, no, I've uh, yeah, I do like it. And I've always liked it.
1: I try to present the question with an, in a no judgment sort of way, but it is it is rough to say to somebody, so, uh, you know, that name of yours, <laughs> Right. Who, who, who do you think you are? Like what, <laughs> you know, uh, how it's, and people have such different, uh, feelings about their own names that we've had some people really go off about how much they they hate their name right and then and then there's people like you we've talked to narcissists who love their <laughs> love their name and yeah. can't, can't stop saying it can't stop talking about how it's spelled uh no but that's uh wait I, I i as a doug i think i speak for a lot of dougs it's you know it's not the most exciting name so i you know i i, I think uh I agree with you that you should like the name Trey.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, because it's not big, Doug. I will, It's you not know. Doug. Yeah. Doug but Crowder. Oh,
1: my God. What the, show, <laughs> uh, the show,
3: the show, Doug, you know, he was pretty cool. Yeah. The, yeah. He's know, cool Quail in his man. own way, I guess. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so what ahead.
1: happens? How creative do the, do the uh, parents get with the middle name? What happens when your first name is Trey? What middle name did you get?
3: It's uh, Neil, N-E-A-L, Trey Neil, And actually, on that note, like, uh, growing up, a lot of, like, my mom's side of the family, which, like, I was mostly raised by my dad, but I saw my, like, maternal grandparents and cousins and stuff a lot. And my mom's side of the family specifically, for whatever reason, it was always one of those, like, sort of, you know, country – Two word names, you know, like Jim Bob or Joe Dan or whatever, like it was Trey Neal exclusively to them, like they never really called me just Trey. It was always always Trey Neal, but everybody at school and it was literally just that side of my family called me Trey Neal, but everybody else, it was always just Trey. So, I don't know. They just need to hillbilly it up a little bit or something. It just came, na- <laughs> came natural to them to include the middle name. But, yeah, it was it was my dad's middle name, so that's the origin of that. Now, I actually am only just now realizing I never asked or found out why it was his middle name, uh, but it was, and then it became mine. Wow.
2: I don't think middle names are that important to dig that much, you know? Right. <laughs> you don't have to go generationally digging for another middle name
3: well there's a there's another middle name that's been in my family for gen- it was my grandpa's middle name it's my dad's brother my uncle tim it's his middle name and my younger son i made it his middle name and it's uh radford and no one Whoa. knows or remembers where that came from <laughs> Wow. so we just <laughs> we just roll with it i guess uh i don't know and then this didn't really fly with my parents, and also this is pretty rednecky. But like, so my my dad's middle name was Neil. My middle name's Neil, but my older son, we made his middle name Neiland for uh, Neiland Stadium, where the Tennessee Vols play, to have like a <laughs> connection to Knoxville and Tennessee. And that's a very that's a very rednecky thing to do to name one of your kids after something college football related. But uh, you know, <laughs> we did it. Hey, it's a good year for that yeah for oh yeah but wow. i'm loving it it's all going to come crashing down very soon perhaps <laughs> perhaps this very saturday but uh you know i'm enjoying the ride for sure it's been a long what's time. your
1: other kid's name the coliseum <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: yeah Now it's uh uh bishop is the older one is his first name that was also uh a family name. It was my great grandpa's name. I never even met him. I just thought it was cool, and also I could say it was a family name because it technically was. And then uh, Benton is his brother's name because that was my maternal grandfather's name. So, yeah.
1: When and how do you spell Nyland? Neyland?
3: N e y l a n d. Wow. Okay.
1: And that one must get a uh, mispronounced as Nayland
3: probably yeah it would but you know again a lot of it it
1: doesn't get spoken that much i was about to say
3: yeah middle names i don't really get much play a lot of times unless it's that two word situation we were talking about earlier yeah i mean i i'm not getting over
1: somebody just constantly referring to a a little boy as treniel yeah that is an interesting that is something i've never heard
3: yeah well i mean Um, again you know if you think like i said it's just that sort of two name convention (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty popular in like the south and in country places like. Uh, so, I mean, I've always just assumed that's how that happened. It was like to a lot of them. They're like, well, that's what you do. You call people by yeah. their first two names and his first two names were Trey Neal. So that's Trey Neal. You know,
1: you're going to mix people up with each other a lot less when you're using both first and middle name like that.
3: Yeah, except uh, in you a know, place where there's a bunch of Jim Bobs, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Right,
1: but yeah, well Jim Bob, that was ridiculous. But, like, yeah. you know, I bet you there weren't you weren't confused with anybody ever with that name. <laughs> no. And uh and then you're passing along to your kids, I, uh, those names are, they uh seem cool to me. Um, but you know, like we've already established my name's Doug, so most names seem cool to me.
3: Um, <laughs> so I can we talk about Doug's for just a second?
1: Uh, oh, we will. Oh, don't okay. You, all don't right. you well, worry about it. Right. That's, right. <laughs> that's a perfect tease going into our uh, commercial break. We have to take a break. and We'll be right back uh, to talk about Doug's and other stuff uh, after these <laughs> messages. We'll be right back.
0: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Figure Lending, LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.
1: We are back. And before we talk about Doug's Trey Neal, I still have a few more questions about your name. Okay. Um uh, Did anybody ever refer to you as the Captain and Trey Neal?
3: No. No, that that weren't weren't a lot of Captain and Tenille fans in uh, Clay County, Tennessee. I suppose. Right. So it was probably yeah, yeah. You
1: were you were growing you weren't growing up in the grip of uh, Captain and Tenille fever, <laughs> like uh, like just the kids would just probably be relentless with the uh, muskrat love jokes.
3: Yeah. If uh, <laughs> if they'd only
1: known if they if Google had only existed at the time. Yeah. Um, so. Your with your middle name beginning with n that gives you the initials t n c which just mm. sounds like a um uh i don't know like some sort of you know fur investment firm or something yeah um nothing uh nothing too exciting or no. uh, upsetting there um cuz right. some people's initials spell unfortunate uh, things
3: sure i got one of my good friends his initials are s t d um, Oh, no so. Yeah, so, I mean, what do, do you? run into that.
1: What do you do with that? Like, what kind right. of that that those parents you get rid of? Be it. locked up. Yeah, that is yeah.
3: child abuse. Yeah, you got to <laughs> consider that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I
1: think there's too much to consider when naming a, a child. You know what I mean? There's like, mm-hmm. it's just overwhelming. Like that's why I don't have children or tattoos. Is because right, just picking something that you have that the has is going to be permanent. Yeah. That's uh, rough. But I guess with a child, they can, you know, they can change it later if they want to, which Sorry is nice. You that. know, they should, they should do that. Like uh, when a kid turns 18, they should get something in the mail going, Hey, uh, how do you feel about your name? Yeah, Because now you can legally change it to anything you want as long. I guess the rules are it can't be like swear words or something. Well, I was about
3: to say, I don't know if like if you want to open up that uh, power automatically to every 18 year old out there, because I bet a lot of them would like, you know, choose something they thought was more kick ass, even if they liked their name well enough, you know, like at 18. Like if you sound like a government form out that's like, do you like your name? Check. Yes, you're done. Or check. No, fill out your new name here. You know, make it that simple. You'd have a lot of like. I don't know, thunderbolts and shit running around or, uh, I don't all know. right.
1: Well, would you, would you be find my plan acceptable if I made it 22 year olds end up? <laughs> yeah. can yeah, Pick their own work. name. Plus when you don't it? just, you don't have to do it the day you change the day you reach the right age. I'm just saying that, uh, people should be made aware that they could do it. And it also just, that should have a simple price and the, uh, it should be something you can do uh, on the internet, like in just a few minutes.
3: Yeah, I mean although, I agree with that. Yeah, although true.
1: people might get hacked though. People might get their names changed by other people if we make it too easy to do. Right. Um here, let's get to the show piece. The last name, Crowder C R mm-hmm. Uh there's no other there's no other way to spell Crowder,
3: is there? Um I once, when I was waiting tables, I had a, uh, a a guy who's, I asked him, you know, and he pronounced it exactly the same way I did, Crowder, and I guess it was Crowder, but he actually spelled it K-R-A-U-T-E-R, like Krauter, Uh, but when said fast, it was just Crowder, you know, um, <laughs> that's the <laughs> only time, I'm trying to think like, y- yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, I you guess know, not, I know that like, i mean i don't know this because i it was stuff like this it's always is that bullshit or not but i've read one at one point that the the origin of it the etymology of it was that it came from crowther like originally it was with a th which was uh one who played the krauth which is like a medieval type of guitar or something like that <laughs> so i should yeah you know like people's last names used to be just the thing that they did yeah well apparently that's where that my name originally comes from if that is to be believed but and you know it sucks because i can't play the guitar for shit i can, <laughs> can play some chords on a ukulele a little bit but that's about it you know probably be disappointing my ancestors i imagine but, you know.
1: <laughs> but i'm glad they cleaned that up that crowther that's just that's too much like mm-hmm. that's uh that was a good good move that happened over time they were just making it crowder but i was thinking more like uh in terms of When people, when other people have to spell it, do they, uh, do they get the W or are they inclined to put in a U? Like,
3: no, yeah, that one, that one hasn't typically given people too many problems. Again, you know, because I've, with my first name always being misspelled, Crowders, normally been uh, easy enough for folks. It seems so. I guess I should be more appreciative of that. You know, never really thought about it, but, yeah yeah i thought you might be two names. for two
1: with hard yeah. to spell names but that's uh, just the no. one of course neil does have also an option of another right. way to spell it too true yeah. and also today with the names with the na- taking the common names but then just spelling them as weirdly as you can right. i don't i don't understand that that move
3: really no i know it's, it's sort of what, that, what i was saying earlier about being that's the white trash part of it because i feel like that's been going on and like And it's even more popular now with, uh, you know, my people. It's not exclusively us, but like my uh, my wife knew this was friends with this girl on Facebook who, you know, was like from her hometown or somewhere around there. And she has uh, two kids named one of her kids name is Phoenix and it's spelled uh, with a F H. What? And it's like, right. It's like, you don't. (laughs) you know, you don't need the H if you're just going to go with an F, uh, you know, but uh, and that's, you know, just the beginning of what I think is wrong with that name. But yeah, like wild shit like that, uh, you know, is becoming increasingly more common.
1: Oh That's that is so wild. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like I'm that person,
1: a- what a chip they're going to have on their shoulder from having to spell it out loud every time it comes up <laughs> right nobody's first guess is gonna be right no on, never uh, on fh <laughs> that is so weird um uh, okay so what about i mean when you have a fun name like trey as your first name i think you kind of uh hinted at this earlier people don't go too nuts with the nicknames like mm-hmm. when you were little it was you know it was pretty much Trey Neal. And then probably when you're older, everyone would just call you Trey because it already sounds like you're being referred to it with a nickname.
3: Yeah. And nicknames are very popular uh, in my hometown, you know, and I had a couple, but none that like really stuck. Like every now and then some of my really good friends will still use one of them, but none of them ever caught on in the way that some do where it's like it's what literally everyone refers to you as, you know, I, I never had that going on. Um, what were the ones that you did have? One of them was Bowsky, uh And it was just like one of them called me the big tray Boski one time. And then they shortened it to Boski and used that a little bit. The other one is like as a 36 year old married man and everything, this, but I mean, you asked the question. So we preface this by saying there's some bullshit involved with this one. But another one was Tuna because. One of my friends claimed to have been told by this nice young lady that we were in school with that uh, my wainer was as big around as a tuna can, which that's not true. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's nowhere nearly that impressive, but they found that out and they started calling me tuna for a little bit. And, um, (laughs) and yeah, I mean, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. I think, uh, But there, you know, when I was like younger, like middle school age, you know, my name rhymes with gay. So, you know, that was fun for a while. Um, They didn't literally just call me gay Crowder or nothing. Although, like, some dude briefly started making videos on the Internet, making fun of me and called himself gay Crowder. And it was mostly just jokes about, you know, how gay I am and stuff like that. But uh, but yeah that was another aspect of it that I wasn't crazy about when I was a kid, but you know, it passed eventually.
1: You know, I'd give anybody a pass if they spelled it,
3: uh, J G A E.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're like, well, <laughs> yeah. at least you, you know, you're being kind of, uh, kind of creative about it. Um, <laughs> and then like as a comedian, do you uh you know as an adult comedian other comedians don't really you know they might have like names they you know use that are like
3: uh you know that don't stick that they, like you don't have an ongoing
1: nickname with uh any of your comedian pals
3: no not really uh I'm trying to think if anything's slipping my mind but I don't think so and I've never really thought about it. I don't know if it is like the like you said, my name being a little different to begin with or, or something. I've never put that much thought into it, but yeah, I've ever since those two, I mentioned when I was younger, like growing up, I haven't, haven't been uh, given many nicknames by people and, you know, you're not supposed to be able to give yourself, which I don't have any ideas for one anyway. So I maybe we can well, make uh, that a captain and Tennille thing stick. <laughs> <laughs> captain and what did you say? The Tra- captain, captain, yeah. Tra-Neil. Tra-Neil.
1: Trey Neal, yeah. I mean also once you spell out Trey Neal, if you're spelling it out correctly, then you're really losing the Teneal joke. Right. <laughs> because of just how much is going on there. It's not so simple. So Oh, it's swap. gonna catch on. I think it's I think it's more verbal. I think I just need a playground. I think I just need to workshop it out on a playground, just yelling at Trey. Different things about being part of Captain and Trey Neal. <laughs> You know, say hello to the captain for me, Neal. Yeah, that kind of thing. There you and go. then maybe work in some of the songs. You know, uh, like especially for playing tennis, I can be like, the score is forty. Love will keep us together. <laughs> um, there it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, I'm going deep on my. Uh, that was their big hit. That was their, that, and then later, Muskrat Love was. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah muskrat susie and muskrat sam doing something in muskrat land i can't remember what it's something about like kissing or hugging or something because it's very it's very chaste they make it very clear that these rats aren't fucking (laughs) 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 okay so here we are at the most important question that we ask on the show and uh you tried to answer it earlier on your own dougs yeah what's been your experience with dougs
3: i've only ever like really known and interacted with uh one primary doug but he's a good in my uh my opinion so uh he was my best friend growing up he's still my best friend he was like uh you know (laughs) sort of like a redneck kid who was raised by hippies and uh his (laughs) his dad one said one of said hippies uh his name is doug and everybody called him the dugger and he had like you know long hair and a ponytail and a beard you know smoked weed very hippie-ish and he's like kind of talked a little like he's like ah dustin man what's going on man yeah and like you know to his son like he had that whole man thing like kind of a (laughs) stereotypical hippie voice i suppose but and he like carved totem poles out of logs you know and shit like that he like did he like built houses and stuff but he would also do artistic shit like uh you know making a screen door that's got all kinds of little woodland creatures you know carved in the side of it feathers galore of course a lot of the native american iconography and that type of thing tie-dye all that shit uh and so yeah he would have he would have these hippie parties that we would go to when we were kids. And we weren't, you know, we were like, we were, you know, 12 ish or something. We weren't like getting fucked up, but we would go to these hippie parties and it was always super fun because of the, just the cast of characters. Like there was this one guy, one guy they called the barefoot farmer who was like bald with a long white beard and he never, ever wore shoes. And he walked like a crane sort of like, he like really exaggerated lifting his legs up everywhere he walked for, some unknown reason and just like characters like that you know named river and abel and further and you know that type of thing just uh hippie kid atmosphere and doug the dugger was one of the like (laughs) local ring leaders of like you know the the hippie crew where i grew up so uh that's always been my first thought when i think of Doug and Doug's, and then of course, you know, <laughs> the cartoon, but like, you know, you Doug, uh, Benson, obviously, a fa- uh, fan of the old ganja, as the Dugger would have referred to it, and so, like, you know, <laughs> it seems fitting to me. Um, but I don't know how you guys feel about that particular Doug I just described. I, I was into it, <laughs> yeah,
1: he sounds all right to me. I just, uh, you know, just I'm, I'm very grateful that Duggers never really caught on as a attempted nickname (laughs) Uh, for me you know the closest i've gotten to that is i know some people call me duggles duggles but they don't go dugger i think
3: big isn't
1: there isn't dugger the last name of like a terrible family on
3: reality tv it's the ones i hadn't thought about it or put together in that way but yeah it's the ones that have uh I think no, his name's kids. Jim. His name's Jim Bob, actually, isn't it? Jim Bob Duggar? or is that is that wrong? Isn't it something like that? But yeah, uh, they got sounds right pit. to
1: me. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't go too deep on that story because no, uh, me neither. Uh, that's my least favorite genre is like reality TV, where there's like no competition. There's no nothing special happening it's just you know following a few weirdos around right and how they live their weird life and the the, i don't know why that became a genre the me neither people with too many kids shows were like there was a few of those and they all ended up being horrible people in one way or another horrible relationships
3: um when i first went viral there were a few company like production companies who were in that game who wanted to do one of those with me and my family which would have been hugely disappointing because we're actually pretty <laughs> we're boring and suburban but like <laughs> we were moving to like a you know real life beverly hillbillies type thing as a docu follow show and i never even you know it never even started down like that was an immediate hard no for me uh, from <laughs> the very beginning because i'm completely with you uh but also way too you know i ain't having to follow my kids around and shit to hell with that but yeah yeah Yeah, those are definitely the worst of the reality uh tv genre in general i think i'm not a huge fan but like you said the like some of the competitive ones and stuff you know i can watch i'm a big big british bake-off guy um okay so yeah
1: yeah no i like the cooking competitions i mean I watch any cooking show, but you know the competition aspect definitely makes it, uh, you know, gives it, you know, drives it forward in a in an entertaining way. Right. Um, even though you know the competitions are off often bullshit. There's this new cocktail comp- cocktail mm-hmm. making competition on Netflix. Right. And uh, I enjoy it very much, but whenever they kick somebody off at the end, I'm like. What? What? What do they do? Like they all seem like they're really good at making drinks. I don't. I don't understand the the subtle uh, reasons for people
3: getting uh thrown off. Yeah, I don't know. Depends on the producers and stuff. Probably sometimes it's based on like what they. I mean, they gotta throw out somebody. somebody Is what I say,
1: and they start with a bunch of people that are good at it. You should have a couple people in there that are shitty at making drinks, but act like (laughs) they're doing. (laughs)
3: <laughs> and, uh, you
1: know, so you can have a couple of people get thrown out for making or like you, you, the judges never spit anything out, which you'd love to see. Right. Just one yeah. cocktail where they take a big swig and then just do a huge
3: spit take. It's so <laughs> yeah. awful. Maybe they're saving <laughs> that, you know,
1: <laughs> I feel bad for the judges on cocktail shows, because like whenever you come across a good cocktail, you, you kind of want to finish it. But they really sure. can't because they have to they have to taste so many things. It would just get to be they just get hammered. I mean, I
3: think that with like the in the cooking shows, too, because I'm, you know, I've like I have, uh, you know, impulse control where food is concerned uh, at times. And yeah, if I was a judge in one of those shows and somebody broke out something truly just transcendent, as it sometimes seems they do, I would have a lot of trouble not just unhinging my jaw and then ruining the rest of the episode (laughs) and process thereafter. Yeah
1: i i hear you i did uh i did a show called bong appetit and uh uh every course they brought out uh you know the other judges like they're used to it so they just take a few bites and you know move on but i liked everything so much that i would just clean my plate every time <laughs> and i just i felt like garbage when it was over I'm it was bad. So, you know, i was so full but uh it was worth it in the long run but uh what was that Doug's name again? His real name, just Doug, uh, and then he had a nickname,
2: the Dugger, the Dugger.
1: The, oh, the Dugger, right? <laughs> the Nut. I got the confused. I was yeah. mixing him up with the Barefoot Farmer.
3: No, nah, that's his buddy.
1: Which I love that as a nickname because that's just like what he so, is. So so much <laughs> so much to say though. It's not like you right. Know, and like if you're calling him for supper, do you yell? Do you yell Barefoot Farmer?
3: I, I feel like it was one of those where like. <laughs> it was one of those types of nicknames where everyone who knew him, like referred to him as that. But like when talking to him, it would be, hey, you know, things, Jeff, maybe. Hey, Jeff, get over here or whatever. But like when right. about him to other people, it was the barefoot farmer. Right.
1: That's fun to have a, like a behind the person's back nickname.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he definitely knew about it, you know, he was on board <laughs> with it. Uh, but yeah. Like, uh, got- like that movie, the
1: reluctant astronaut. I don't know if he knew that people were calling him that, <laughs> uh, but uh, he certainly did. He, he was reluctant. Um, yeah. Wait, there's a movie called, there's a Billy jo- Billy Bob Thornton movie called the astronaut farmer. Yeah, I think, so. I think uh... that's, I think that's why that came into my head because barefoot farmer reminded me of astronaut farmer.
3: Um, <laughs> There's a you gulf know, like, between you know a barefoot farmer and an astronaut farm. It's like the two ends of the farmer spectrum. <laughs> <you know what laughs> I <mean? laughs>
1: yeah, I I just uh, I need to go over some of those hidden figures. All right. So, <laughs> uh, what about Trey's? Like, did you have you known anybody named Trey?
3: I actually, again, not spelled the same way, but uh, I actually, and a lot of my friends think this is funny uh, because of. I guess, once again, the white trash aspect. But I had a cousin named Trey growing up. He was my uh, second cousin. But he spelled his T-R-E-Y. And also, Trey was his middle name, but then he just ended up going by Trey later. So, yeah, he was... Uh, I've met plenty of Trey's over the years, but he's the only one that I've ever like spent a lot of time with.
1: Well, this has been time well spent uh, with you, would you like to plug anything? Where can people do you have are your social media handles fun?
3: That they're all just Trey Crowder, you know. <laughs> and it's official well, Trey Crowder that's on Instagram. The
1: established yeah. Trey is a fun name. Yeah. So find him at Trey Crowder on, on the uh socials. And you got any uh road dates coming up?
3: Uh yeah, I'm um when when's this come out? Like tonight. Oh tonight. So next week i'm at the i'm in i'm in brea and then oxnard california next week and then i got a little time off before zany's at nashville in december and then in 2023 i've got a whole bunch of dates coming up so it's uh trey crowder once again trey for all that stuff okay
1: and i think i didn't mention it at the top of the show uh when i was talking to you earlier doug but uh it's it's thursday november 3rd and uh you will be hearing this starting on the fourth. So, what would you like to plug? I
2: will be at Cap City Comedy Club in Austin, Texas. Um, the I'll say the fourth through the fifth with Dan Cummins opening for him, and then on the sixth of Cap City, I'm doing a Best of Austin Comedy Showcase there, and then the following Saturday, I'll be headlining the Red Room at Cap City. So. Go to that as well, please. Go,
1: just go, just go. Hang out at Cap City.
2: Yeah, just uh, I'm doing a Cap City tour the next couple That's weeks. What the
1: side room is called or whatever. The yeah, red the room. red room upstairs. Oh, it's upstairs. Yeah. And what is? I still haven't. I haven't been to the facility yet. I, I'm dying to go. How many is the upstairs seat?
2: Uh, upstairs, I want to say 150, something
1: like that. Oh, okay. They got some space over there.
2: Yeah, it's a big, big
3: building.
1: They've got a big chunk of the domain. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been there yet, Trey?
3: No, I have not. Um, I'm looking, you know, look forward to it. I love Austin, you know, but I've not been there yet, no. But it makes sense that it's big, right? Texas—that's their whole thing.
1: Yep. Right. Right. Well, and it's new, <laughs> you know, and and the, and the initial Cap City comedy was a pretty big room as as showrooms go. It was one of the, you know, bigger ones back in the day. But now, strangely they big. Can, yeah, but now whenever they make a new one, they 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 go really big. Like for some reason, I don't I don't get it. But uh, you know, it all comes down to you know the uh, making that money.
2: This one goes uh, more up though. It's like a good the way they built it. You know, oh, if, if the, the crowd isn't like filled in, it doesn't go deep, it goes up.
1: Like, it's, I it's like nice. It. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's I like it. Stadium seating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doug Loves Movies is going to be uh, live in front of audiences in LA and Houston over the next couple of weeks. Uh, dot Movies.com. You can get uh, all the dates and deets on those shows. And we're also doing Wide World of Doug's at the Come and Take It Festival in Houston, Texas on Saturday, November, I want to say 19th. 19th, yeah. Yeah, at 4-ish uh, in the afternoon, <laughs> you know, 420 Wink. And, um, uh, again, you can uh, follow the link to tickets if you go to com. Thank you again to Trey Crowder.
3: Yeah, thank you guys. It was yeah, a man, time. thank you.
1: Yeah, pleasure talking to you. And as always, one primary Doug. Got it. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. (laughs) AutoTrader.